Hi, um, everyone. Welcome to episode nine of the Issue Podcast. I have another guest. You can introduce yourself, bro. Hey, everyone. My name is Noah Stika, also known as Stike Savant. I'm from Vancouver, Canada, and happy to be here. Yeah. Uh, he's an upcoming DJ and a playlist curator, and um, follow his socials at Stikes underscore Savant, and uh, stream his uh, new recent playlist, 90s New York Volume 1. He's got some classics on there, if I say so myself. So how are you feeling today? Pretty good, man. Yeah, just busy with school, um, but feeling good. Good weather today. Uh, how about yourself? Yeah, I, I, today was good for me. Um, a lot of doing a lot of creative stuff to kind of stimulate my yeah. mind due to this whole outbreak and just not trying to watch TV and play games all day and do mm-hmm. stuff that isn't really productive. So a lot of creative work for me today. But um, yeah, nice, good to hear. Yeah, uh, I guess we could get started and um. The first question I have for you is, when was the first time you learned you enjoyed making beats and playlists? Um, so I would say for for beats, um, so I think the first time I thought about making, you know, production and stuff, uh, primarily hip-hop, was probably in high school. Um, you know, primarily listened to hip-hop in high school. Um, and, you know, definitely you know, not only fell in love with the wordplay and the the lyrics, but also the beats behind, you know, the bars and stuff. And I would say, mm-hmm. I would say that when I actually considered doing it, um, would probably be 2017. I think that's when, you know, at, right after Life of Pablo dropped, you know, I'd always been a big Kanye fan, but he was never like my favorite artist. But then I started <laughs> in, you know, to his old, you know, stuff and, you know, really fell in love with his production and, you know, just his process behind it. And then, you know, you know, doing further research on those who influenced him and, you know, like the Jay Dillas, the Q-Tips, the Pharrells of the world. Um, but yeah. And then for playlists, probably, you know, I had always made my own playlist and stuff and always, you know, really researched, you know, all genres, you know, not just hip hop, but I think probably the first uh, time I considered making, you know, my own playlist and sharing them with people was probably end of 2018. I made a year end playlist and, you know, some of my buddies, you know, they, uh, we were camping one time and they started playing one of my playlists and, and I didn't know that they had downloaded it. And I was like, this sounds really familiar. Like, is this my playlist? And he's like, yeah, like I saw it online, you know, love it. And then, you know, last year in the summer, I created a summer 2019 playlist. And then and then from there, I just started, you know, making different playlists. And then, you know, started, you know, with the covers, you know, with the Sad Boy um, season one playlist, the three episodes that I did. Um, and then, you know, now I'm kind of training like a business. Um, mm. And I want to, you know, playlists, you know, for everyone. Yeah. Yeah, so I, I listened to all your playlists and like like started with the summer nineteen. I liked it that one. Yeah. But like out of all your yeah. sad boy f- uh, fall playlists, um, my favorite yeah. one was definitely the the very first one. I enjoyed that one. Yeah. Most. But like they're all good, and you like from your playlist, I kind of see like you're like diverse with the music. There's like different genres yeah. of music and a variety of mm-hmm. artists, so I think that just makes the playlist much better. Mhm. Yeah, like. You know, 
definitely the inspiration behind the Saddleboy playlist would definitely be, you know, listening to Kid Cudi and Frank Ocean over the years. And like, you know, those are, those were always the artists that I would go to when I was feeling down. And, you know, even though those songs are, you know, sad songs and like the subject matter isn't the most positive, those always, you know, brought me up because, you know, listening to an artist um, of that stature, you know, that fame being so vulnerable makes you feel that you're not alone. Mm -hmm. Um, And, and, you know, and obviously I could have made, you know, just a bunch of playlists of just Frank and Cuddy songs, but I wanted to make it as diverse as possible um, and, you know, make it for, you know, songs for everyone and, you know, not having, you know, I tried to, I think for the, for, for the three playlists, I tried to have on each playlist, you know, like one artist he could have max two songs mm-hmm. um that in that way just to keep it you know you know because sometimes when you shuffle through a playlist and you have a bunch of artists on there they'll play back to back so you know yeah. i wanted to keep it fresh and have you know not the same production but similar production throw kind of different genres even though it's primarily hip-hop but different i feel like there's different genres within hip-hop so i wanted to you know touch on that and you know just yeah yeah. yeah, that yeah, those were interesting. I even like kind of in a way copied like your whole style with playlists and the episode mm. things with like my tranquility playlist because I got like inspiration yeah. from the sad boy phone. It was like very inspirational. Um, yeah. so- and just to, to point on that with the tranquility playlist, I think that how how you did it with you know each each playlist, you know, I think it was was it one in three? They they were like kind of the same, or was it two and four? Uh, yeah, two, two and four. Yeah, Damn. duality. Yeah, duality. I liked how. Yeah, I loved how at the end it had you know uplifting you know songs, and like it was almost like going through different moods each playlist as you go through. And I I loved how you did that. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. yeah. Uh, which Frank Ocean song would you choose? In my room or DHL? Um, in my room. In my room, Same. I think. Um, yeah, I, I like, I love DHL because, you know, that came up first. And I, I've definitely, I've definitely listened to DHL more. Mm-hmm. But in my room, you know, how he does the hook, the beginning of the song. Um, and it, it is more uplifting. You know, you can, you know, you can't, you know, DHL, I do listen to that song a lot. But you can't listen at any time. of. The- um, it's more of a darker sound. Um, but I find in my room, it's not. You know, in the nighttime, during the day, working out. Um, yeah, it's definitely it's a great tip. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, question two is: Who are you influenced by mm. as far as music? Like, what artists influence you, and who influences you in your everyday uh-huh. life to be a better person? So, I would say influenced um, musically, like my playlists. Um, you know, definitely. Um, yeah, maybe I'll just make it broad on who influenced me in music. Definitely Kanye, yeah. um, Cuddy, Gambino, um, Kendrick. You know, I would say, you know, for each one, um, Kanye, definitely, you know, you could say what you want, you know, about his, you know, outside of music yeah. thoughts and Religion. views. You know, and I, I, I've always been the person to separate that, you know, um, from the artist and, and at the same time, there are artists who have done a lot of, you know, yeah. bad things out there. And I say, but he's never done anything illegal. Definitely. So it's like, 
I don't respect, you know, some of his views about Trump, obviously, but how, like, through his earlier albums, the confidence that he had, um, you know, his bravado, his flow, um, and just being able to say whatever you want, you know, even though sometimes it was, you know, vulgar and not necessarily I, you know, everything he says is like word is bond, but how confident he is on every track, no matter what, no matter what beat, you know, and the fact that every album's different. Yeah. And each album is almost like a different phase in his life. And, but at the same time, it's not really the sound, like when he comes out on an album, it's not the sound of now. It's almost the sound of the future. Mm-hmm. And, you know, like 808s and Heartbreaks. I think that's a big, big one. Yeah. Um, and Gant, yeah. And then Cuddy, you know, just touching on, you know, uh, for the Sad Boy playlist on how, you know, he's gone through me through some tough times and, you know, that he's so vulnerable in his music in the, you know, Man on the Moon 1 and Man on the Moon 2. Those are definitely my favorite projects by him. Um, and that, you know, he's also confident as well, but he's vulnerable, you know, at the same time. Um, and, you know, for Gambino, I think definitely I've always loved Gambino's music. And I think uh, first time you never knew who he was, was Community, watching Community. And then I remember he, uh, for a festival out here, he his face was there and it said Charles Campino. And I was like, oh, is he doing a comedy tour? Because he was a comedian, you know, before into stand-up. And then I started listening to his music, listened to a camp. and But not only that he does just music, but that he's so successful in so many different yeah. ways. Like he's an amazing actor, amazing writer, director, and you know he makes amazing music. yes yes exactly and that's kind of what i want to do in my life i want to be a jack of all trades not only just music or you know whatever i do but i want to you know get into film um you know get into podcasting obviously mm-hmm. um i kind of want to you know do a lot of things not just be good at one thing because there's always room to grow when when you're a jack of all trades there's room to grow through all of those trades um, and then who inspires me in life? I would say, you know, definitely my parents, um, you know, my friends, obviously, you know, seeing, you know, where my parents started when they were my age and then where they are now. And like, you know, some of my friends, you know, you know, they do better in school than me, you know, some of them. And, you know, I, you know, strive to do better by seeing how well they're doing. And some of them are graduating right now. And, um, yeah, so that would definitely be, you know, music and then, and then, obviously, in my personal life, my parents and my friends, they definitely influence me as well. Yeah, that's dope. It's amazing. That's why I feel like we all, like, need each other, you know, to do better. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Definitely. You there? Yeah. There we go. <laughs> all right. Okay, all right. that. <laughs> uh, question three was, what was life like for you growing up? Uh, yeah, I had a definitely a good upbringing. Um, I have a great family, you know, very supportive. Um, you know, went to Catholic school my whole life. Um, so I would, I would definitely say what really drew me to hip hop was the fact that I couldn't listen to it growing up. Like I would have to listen going to school and like elementary school and stuff. I would have to listen to like, um, basically church music. That was the only radio station we could listen to. Um, and you can imagine my resentment towards it but basically once high school hit or actually even before that I remember like you know downloading Eminem songs in elementary school and my parents getting mad at me you know just because of the swear words and stuff (laughs) Um, and obviously obviously, to be fair it's not the most like and it was like early Eminem so it's not like 
appropriate music. But, you know, at the same time, <laughs> that's kind of what it, you know, drew me to um, rap and not being allowed to listen to it. And, you know, just being a teenager and listening to that. And, you know, just the fact, not only that's not the reason why, but I also think that rap is just the most superior music, um, you know, lyrics wise, production wise. Um, I've always liked it. But, you know, besides that point, you know, love my family and, you know, I had a great upbringing. They're super supportive my whole life. Um, but yeah, yeah, it's been great. Yeah, that's that's amazing. Um, yeah, thank yeah. you. Uh, question, the next question is, what message are you trying to leave behind your playlist? Like, is there like a specific message that you're trying to give out to the people who listen to your playlist? Like a theme behind all the songs that you put together creatively? Yeah, that's a great question. Um, so I would say that, you know, as a whole, you know, I try to, as of right now, like right now I'm working on a, you know, more alternative electronic kind of playlist. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I kind of want to, you know, draw across different genres. Um, I'm, I'm not, sorry, I'm not making a pop uh, playlist <laughs> or a country playlist. So that, that, that won't be happening anytime soon. <laughs> but at the same time, you know, I kind of always wanted to, you know, build, you know, a soundtrack to people's lives and music that I like. And, you know, music that, you know, connects, you know, to people's lives and, you know, every, you know, different song connects to people differently because of, you know, everyone's life experiences. But, you know, I always want to, you know, draw on different moods throughout, you know, the playlist um, so it can connect with everyone. You know, for example, the Sad Boy playlist, you know, um, I made that playlist, you know, and I was showing people what music that I listen to when I'm, you know, you know, being a sad boy, if you want to say that I listen to that, that makes me feel positive. Um, And I just, you know, I want to share music with people um, that, you know, can, you know, improve their life and music that's helped me get through tough, you know, points in my life. Um, But, you know, that being said, it's not just about, you know, trying to make people feel better or, you know, it's just sharing music that I love, you know, with Mm -hmm. people, you know, I would say that, you know, from most people I know, you know, there, there haven't been too many people who have, you know, you know, I would say you're one of them, but there hasn't been too many people that have sent me a song that I haven't listened to. So, you know, I try to listen to everything I can just mm-hmm. so because it's almost like I get a rush when I share a song with someone and then they're bumping it all the time. You know, there's just something satisfying about that. You know? Yeah. yeah. Mm, interesting. So uh, you kind of answered this question already, but yeah. uh, the question is, what's your playlist creation process like? Yeah, so I can, yeah, I can definitely dive into it more. So basically, you know, it usually starts when, you know, not just one song, I have to like listen to a few songs where it's like, you know, I, I fuck with this and they, they sound similar. Mm-hmm. You know, it's different than, you know, for example, this like special playlist, that one is just, you know, my fave songs. Like last year I had my new faves, uh, 2019, and that's just kind of a, um, you know, basically that's yeah. basically the playlist. Have the, uh, end of the year pack too. Yeah, end of the year pack too, and that was like all the end of the year pack was all the songs in my my faves twenty nineteen, but I just split it up. That's how I mm-hmm. that's how I did it. Um, so those weren't the hardest, but but that being said, so the whole process. So let's say for Sad Boy. So you know, the first one I made, I made basically, I don't know, probably uh, 
playlist of like, you know, at least 50 to 70 songs. And, you know, I listen to it and I keep listening to it. And this is kind of the process I do with all my playlists. Mm-hmm. You know, if there's one point when I'm listening to a song where I'm like, I want to shuffle this, I take it out. I take it out completely because that's, that's the worst part. Like, for example, when someone listens to an album and they put it on shuffle, like, I think that is, is the most, you know, it depends which album, you know, obviously, but you know, albums are meant to be listened to front to back. And yeah, I, I agree. make my playlist. I don't want someone, you know, oh, fuck this song. I want to shuffle it. And obviously, you know, you can't please everyone. You know, there's going to be songs in your sure. playlist that people aren't going to like. But so when I'm going through that process, I usually give myself a week to just, you know, when I'm driving to school or, you know, going to the gym, listen to the playlist. Um, and then, you know, sometimes like if I, you know, listen to the song the second time, I'll, you know, I'll, I'll hear a lyric or, you know, a part of a production, you know, in like one bar that reminds me of another song or, you know, a lyric that reminds me of another song and then I'll add it. And then, you know, I try to like make sure there's not too many highs and lows with like the production and, um, you know, the quality of the track. Like I try, like if there's, you know, one song where it's like hard bars and then there's one song where it's chill you know, like typically I would want to, you know, keep those separate, you know, I want to keep it, you know, fluid and not, not the same song, but that, you know, one song doesn't seem out of place. And, you know, there have been tracks, like for example, the sad boy fall playlist, there's probably about 30 tracks that I had to, you know, delete from there because I tried to keep it, you know, 30 tracks each, but I'll save that, you know, for season two and you know, that happens, but you know, and it's all about where I am at that point in my life, whether I want song or not, you know, cause you know, I've listened to songs now that I've, you know, taken off, you know, my playlist and I'm like, damn, like I should have taken this off, but I'm like, okay, I'll save that for something else. Or I'll start a new playlist because that's what I'm listening to at that moment. Yeah. No. Oh, okay. Of, so, Could yeah. you, uh, uh, sorry to cut you off. But yeah. <laughs> could yeah, you no, like, give us uh, insight on the artwork, like your style of artwork behind each playlist? Because I noticed it's like mm-hmm. the same, but it's different at the same time. Yeah, like, for example, so uh, I first started doing the artwork, like, I had for um, Summer 2K19, I had, like, an artwork, but I didn't have any, like, words on it or anything, and for, like, the 2018, the kind of first kind of playlist I made, year-end playlist, um, I just, you know, took a photo of 2018, I just put that there, and then, you know, I started thinking, you know, you know, I want to get into playlist curation in the future, I want to, you know, curate playlists for different, you know, media outlets that have you know their own playlists on apple music and spotify and i was like i should treat this like a business and that this is technically like my resume so you know my girlfriend actually came up with the idea of you know making logos and stuff for the playlist and you know for the sad boy playlist i kind of i just was like looking on the web on like pinterest and you know google as well um so the first sad boy song that was just a or the sad boy playlist that was just a regular um i just looked up like literally sad boy and that was one of the things that popped up and then the second one is actually it's from one of frank ocean's blonde magazines um uh, blonded blonded magazines i should say um and then yeah it was just you know the photo with the girl she's got the her hands up and i actually have a poster of that in my room my girlfriend made that for me um, and then the second one, uh, or the third one, sorry, um, I think that's in Italy, but it was just, you know, the darkness, and I tried to keep it black and white, um, 
primarily for that playlist. Um, and then as for the other ones, like, you know, the Christmas playlist me and you did, yeah. um, you know, we had the Run DMC Christmas theme and obviously arguably the best hip hop Christmas song is Christmas and Hollis. So we, we decided to do that. Um, but, you know, I would definitely, I would give a lot of credit. The whole editing process is all my girlfriend. She does all of that and very grateful for that. Um, and obviously I couldn't figure that out myself, but she, like, I'll send her a photo and she gets it done in like, you know, under an hour, which is great. So yeah, that's, that's definitely the process. Yeah. Yeah. I like the, uh, the record and like the picture inside of like the record. Yeah. That was um, her idea. That was, yeah. That, I love that. Amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Especially with the, the, the New York one. Yeah. That, oh, that one's sick. Yeah. The nineties knew that one. Yeah. And that's um, on the subway in New so, York. In the 90s, actually. It's actually a photo from the 90s uh, in a subway. That one one is very dope. I really enjoyed that Yeah, Yeah, thanks. You're welcome. Uh, So question six is, name three people who's the most motivational to you in your life currently. Uh, Three people, like artists or just, you know, anyone in my life? You could do both. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, I would say um, definitely... um, you know, Kid Cudi, obviously I've spoke of before. Um, I would say Mac Miller too. Um, you know, his swimming album, um, I think, you know, that's his best album, but that, that got me through some, you know, hard times. Um, and then obviously when he passed, I was even listening to that more. Um, and you know, obviously, you know, his music and, you know, his, his lyrical ability, like earlier in his career, I wasn't the biggest fan and obviously he had the hits, but just how every album, he he's almost very Kanye-esque how he, each album, he had a different sound to his, um, yeah. to his music, which I loved. Um, and yeah, definitely Gambino as well with the fact that he's a jack of all trades. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and yeah, and I think just, you know, producers, producers in general also like, you know, the ones that are grinding, I would say, not, not necessarily, mess with his music and me and you have talked about this before, but Russ, you know, the fact yeah. that he, he was dropping a song every day yeah, for over a year or a few years. Um, that's definitely really inspiring and, you know, motivating for myself that, you know, that, you know, he was, you know, right at the bottom had, you know, I remember him talking, he had like 10 views on some of the songs and then he just kept releasing music, kept making a song, kept making a song. And then yeah. he found, you know, went platinum, you know, and it's, it's, it's crazy. They're inspiring. And that's the great thing about hip hop. There's so many new artists coming up and their stories are, you know, very inspiring and not just in hip hop, you know, all artists in general and, you know, yeah. and, and other people in different industries as well. Yeah. My favorite two Mac projects are swimming in circles. Yeah. I think, yeah, those last two, like, yeah, even though, you know, he wasn't around for the whole process, but the production on that, um, mm. I, can't remember, I can't remember the guy's name, but it was incredible. He did some of the production on Swimming. But, yeah, it's inc- that was an incredible album. Yeah. So um, question seven is, what's your dream collab? Whether that's one day you collabing with an artist making beats or mm-hmm. collabing with someone for a playlist. Like, what is your dream collab? The number one collab that would be a dream come true if it happened. Uh, ooh, number one, probably Kendrick. Um, I've definitely dreamed of making, like producing entire album for him. Um, you know, you know, in my opinion, Kendrick was the best artist of the 2010s. 
Um, just album-wise, like, Drop 3 Classics, you know, you could say with you want about Sex and 80, like, that's definitely an amazing album as well. Um, yeah. And then, you know, just in general, who I want to collab with, you know, because we want to be realistic, obviously. But, you know, once I start, you know, getting really into producing, um, you know, I want to definitely collab with some local Vancouver artists, you know, try to lift up the Vancouver scene. Um, you know, it's starting to get a little bit more popular right now, but, mm-hmm. you know, definitely want to get it to where one day where Toronto is. And, you know, if I could be a part of that and, you know, the Vancouver scene pops off like Toronto, definitely, yeah. you know, it'd be, it'd be great. And, you know, all artists in Toronto, you know, definitely would want to work with. Um, and I think definitely this would, you know, if that being said, if none of that works out, I think definitely, um, you know, I've never told you this, but I would definitely, you know, would want to produce your debut album. I think, you know, when, when that time comes, I want to be, you definitely. know, and if it's a few tracks here and there, but if we could produce, if I could produce a whole album for you and, you know, we just, you know, mess around with the process, that would be definitely, you know, I'd be satisfied with that. If that's, you know, all I got to collab with. Yeah, as far as music, I'm not doing music currently at the moment. I'm just finishing yeah. up the last few episodes of the podcast, but yeah. I have been working on music, although I haven't been putting out music. So yeah, I definitely got some good music coming soon. Mm-hmm. Myself, so yeah, excited coming soon. Thank you. Awesome. Um, <laughs> question eight is, uh, what is your favorite instrument? Favorite instrument, um, definitely guitar. Uh, I actually haven't. I mean, I've. I think I've messed around with the uh, harmonica and like flute in the past. I've never, I've tried played piano, but you know, never got lessons, but definitely guitar. Like just, you know, yesterday I was messing around the guitar. Um, yeah, it's definitely, you know, something, you know, during this time being stuck inside a lot, it's definitely yeah. good to, you know, have an instrument there and, you know, you know, it's great to, you know, not only listen to music, but you know, play music from your favorite artists and, you know, improvise and, you know, yeah. try to make your own music. And I would definitely say guitar because essentially, you know, you know, early hip hop, you know, late, late 80s, you know, mid, mid 80s, you know, early 90s, a lot of it was guitar, you know, and then that yeah, electric guitar. Yeah, electric yeah. guitar. And, you know, a lot of, you know, the older rock inspired hip hop, you know, look at the Beastie Boys, the Run DMCs, the Public Enemies. You know, you have a lot of electric guitar in there. And even now, today, it's even getting more popular with Gunna and, you know, artists like Trippy and, and uh, you know, even Young Thug having some, you know, guitar hooks and low-keyed. And, you know, it's definitely, it's making a comeback in the last few years. Yeah, a lot of, well, I, have, I like a lot of artists who use the electric guitar from yeah. Frank, Michael Jackson and even, mm-hmm. um, Jim, you know, Jimi Hendrix is a legend as far as the oh, yeah. guitar. Yeah. Um, like my favorite song now currently that uses electric guitar is probably Target on My Chest by Brent Fias on his mm. EP. Yeah, yeah, that's a fire. Yeah. Into that? yeah. Amazing. Yeah, that's a fire track. Damn. Probably forgot about that. Wow. Yeah. So um question nine is who are your top five producers and your top five artists now? Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay, so top five artists right now. Um, so I'm just basically going off like my top five listening to this year mm-hmm. um just because it always changed but so far i feel yeah. um not like you know saying that their albums are top five this year but definitely yeah. key glock uh from memphis he signed to young Dolph's uh record label um his uh the yellow tape dropped 
January, definitely working with that project. Um, and then I would say, uh, I mean, technically there's three artists, but Griselda, like the whole Griselda crew, you know, Westside Gun, uh, Conway the Machine, and Benny the Butcher. I love their, you know, their basically debut collab album last year, um, WWCD. Uh, that was, you know, I, I had done my top five before that album came out, but now, like, that album for sure is in my top five. Like, I love that album. And then, you know, uh, Lulu, the project he, uh, Conway did with uh, The Alchemist that came out, of, you know, about a month ago. Love that mm-hmm. project. And then Pray for Paris, uh, that West Side Gun just came out. That's probably, that's probably up top three of the year so far. Um, and then Benny the Butcher is supposed to be coming out an album in June. I'm excited for that. And then he's supposed to have a Drake feature or a feature, which is going to be crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, so I would say those three, just Griselda. And then The Weeknd, love his, like, love After Hours, definitely. Amazing. Yeah, like, I love, I love Starboy. And, but it wasn't, you know, the most cohesive album. It's just a lot of hits. Um, I would describe it more as a playlist, actually. Like, you know, similar to Drake's More Life. You know, yeah, the, this sounds the sound the same, but it's just a lot of pop records over and over. And this, you know, this is back to that dark, you know, weekend. You know, mm-hmm. back to, um, you know, the the trilogy. I think I think it's his best project since House of Balloons, in my opinion. You know, mm-hmm. people say they like Beauty Behind the Madness too, and I I love that album too. But I think this is definitely the best project. The whole story behind it, all the videos he's putting out, love yeah, that. Yeah. Yeah, the theme of lust, uh, drugs, love, sex, and et cetera. Yeah, it's 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 amazing. But uh, and then I would say Trippy Red. Um, you know, still find myself listening to the um, uh, the Love Letter Four album. Love that project. Um, and then lastly, probably Tame Impala. Definitely uh, love their album that came out this year. Yeah, yeah and uh, <laughs> that's funny. But uh, yeah. Yeah, so those are probably my top five artists. And then producers, um, I don't really have a top five producers right now um, just because there's, like, so many good yeah. right now, but I'll just – I'll keep it at all time. Um, and, like, I would say those are still the producers I listen to the most, even now. Like, I'll go back and listen to the records. Like, you know, Kanye, obviously, um, Q-Tip, you know, Mad Lib, um, you know, love the, um, the album with Freddie Gibbs last year. Yeah. Uh, the J J Dilla love J Dilla like you know when I'm studying I primarily listen to chill hop um, music and a lot of that is J Dilla's beats and like insp- and beats inspired by J Dilla and and then Dr Dre probably um you know the Chronic just came out on uh, streaming services so I've been bumping that the last week um and you know Chronic 2001 um, or 2000 I should say is definitely you know one of my favorite uh, 90s albums um and then so top five artists all time i would go no order um but and these are like you know who i don't think are the top five like mcs or rappers of all time but just my top five favorite artists <laughs> yeah. biggie kanye uh kendrick uh frank ocean and then and then drake throw on there good, yeah. good good uh next question is what can you share about an unreleased playlist or something like any creative ventures you're working on that uh-huh. you haven't released that you can share with us? Yeah. So the playlist right now I'm working on, um, well, two actually I'm working on. Um, so I shared it with you the other day, the uh, alternative electronic vibes uh, playlist. Mm-hmm. I was just been, 
I just been listening to that all day the last few days and just editing it because I had like I think I had like six songs by um Tarly Moi. So I had to like cut that down. I was like, okay, I need some other artists in here. And then right now about like 33 tracks. So I'm planning on having that drop um Thursday. Um and then I'm also working on editing. Um I made actually last summer a psychedelic rock playlist. So just artists like, you know, um Tim and Paula, obviously. Um, I got some Beatles in there, the Grateful Dead, um, you know, and just some good, you know, 70s, late 60s rock in there. Mm-hmm. Um, so I got to edit that playlist that might come out on the weekend. But other than mm-hmm. that, um, you know, obviously, you know, me and you, we got our playlist that, you know, we're planning on doing soon. Um, yeah. <laughs> so I guess we could drop the name. It's going to be called uh, Stikes's Issues. So, well, that should be coming out sooner than you think uh, to all the listeners out there. But, uh, yeah, super excited for that. Almost done school. Once school finishes, end of May, I'm definitely on more time in my hands, you know, you know, putting, mm-hmm. producing, trying to do that um, primarily. And then, you know, trying to come consistently a playlist every week. That's kind of what I'm talking oh. about. Yeah. So um, this brings us to the final question. This is what I ask everyone when I do an uh-huh. interview. Yeah. Um, where do you see yourself five years from now as far as your creative ventures um, and just life in general? Okay. So five years from now, um, you know, uh, for, yeah, if I say for, you know, relating to the music stuff, you know, I hope to, in five years, I hope to have, you know, for DJ wise, you know, having a weekly, you know, club show um, in whatever city I'm in, um, you know, just having something, you know, on a Saturday night or Sunday night that I could, or a Friday night that I could always go to and, you know, earn some extra cash. Um, and definitely in five years, I want to, you know, start curating playlists, you know, you know, for a, comp- for a media company, you know, such as, you know, even Complex or Genius or, you know, All Deaf Hip Hop, um, Hip Hop DX, you know, a kind of like a media outlet like that. Um, and then I eventually want to, you know, gear towards making playlists for Apple Music and Spotify. That would be definitely a big goal of mine. Um, but, you know, just and if that doesn't happen, you know, just doing what I love, you know, making sure, you know, I have a full time job, you know, steady income that I'm not struggling and, yeah. you know, just having great people around me in my life. And, you know, I think that's the most important thing. Mm-hmm. So this is going to sound pretty vague, but I'll say yeah. if you continue to put in the hard work continue to have that vision and dream you have because you're very creative, mm-hmm. very ambitious. And I cherish that with like anyone I, you know, who does creative stuff, I, you know, tune in and et cetera. Mm-hmm. So if you continue to put in the hard work and do what you, you know, always been doing and just keep keeping on, yeah. you'll be wherever you want to be in five years from now. And I just wanted to say thank you for having on this episode of the podcast. Um, looking forward to having you on it for season two. Um, and yeah. And you yeah. can share your socials if you want or anything you want to say before. Yeah, thanks a lot, man. Appreciate appreciate the kind words. And likewise, like yourself as well, like all the mm-hmm. hard work you've been putting through. And, you know, you know, at, my, at your age, when I was when I was your age, I was definitely not considering, you know, you know, you know, making a podcast or, you know, doing production or making a rap song, you know, and I and props up to you for that. But uh you know, final words, definitely uh, follow me on my socials. So, um, if you said it earlier, but uh, Noah underscore Stikes is my personal Instagram. 
Um, and then if you're looking for my playlist, actually on Noah underscore Sykes, there is a link to my um, business account. Uh, so it's Sykes underscore Savant, S-A-V-A-N-T. Um, and there's a link there to my Apple Music account. Um, actually announcing now, I might be coming out with a Spotify account soon, just so I've been getting a lot of requests to release my playlist on Spotify as well. So, you know, might just have to cross over and do both. Um, and then my Twitter is exactly the same. Um, but yeah, thanks for having me, man. Appreciate it. Thank you. Okay. Well, see you then. I just wanted to say uh, next episode of the podcast will be the season finale. And um, I don't know when we'll return back with the issue podcast, but there will be a season two. A season two is definitely going to happen as far as the podcast. But I really wanted to thank every guest who featured on this podcast, Anna Lunda, uh, Stephen, all the, all the guests who featured on the podcast and shared their insight on certain things, their creative views and the interviews and seeing guys doing their personal creative uh, endeavors and just seeing everyone do something creative because creativity is something that's very special to me. So nonetheless, thank you for everybody who was a guest on season one of the podcast. I look forward to having you guys on season two. Um, Season two will be released. I don't know when, but it's happening once again. But Giveaway will be coming soon, probably at the end of season two. Um, thank you for everyone who tuned in. Uh, this has been an amazing ride. I had so much fun with this podcast recording. And uh, see you for the season finale.